So you have to look fully at the job description and try your best to decipher. everyone thanks for tuning into another episode of notes of design i'm your host tej and on today's episode we have a very special guest let's welcome elize elize is a product designer and she's a educator at adobe and general assembly she also had worked with clients like adobe usa network kelio williams papyrus robert half so during this time of her working across different range of clients and being as a educator she has seen so many portfolios and helped so many build best finest portfolios so in today's episode i discussed the do's and don'ts that one must follow while designing your portfolio we had also a great conversation on bringing up the best suggestions and storylining your old portfolio and we also talked about how one can show his personality through his case studies or the portfolio while he is presenting to the hiring managers so stay tuned and happy designing everyone Hey Elise, welcome to Notes of Design. It's an honor to host you today on our podcast. Yeah, hi. I'm super excited to to be here. How are you doing, Elise? How was your day? It's good. It's 10 a.m. for me, so I just woke up an hour ago and just had my morning tea and um just kind of waking up for the day and and <laughs> so not much has happened quite yet. Elise, if you could give a brief about you to our listeners. Yeah. Um so I am a UX designer, content creator and educator. I teach UX design to emerging designers at General Assembly and Springboard. I also work for Adobe. I am an instructor. I teach Adobe XD to their enterprise partners and I also host a lot of online workshops with them as well. Uh and then I create content on my YouTube and social media. I try to create content to help educate designers but also just get them to be more hireable as well. So I focus a lot on portfolios, interview skills and so forth. And um and then also I'm a product designer. I still do that on the side. So I work uh, probably like 20 hours a week still working on actual products just to keep me relevant as well. Thank you so much Elise for the brief intro. So as you are expert uh, in hiring portfolios and suggesting designers how to be their portfolios. So today let's talk about some hiring portfolio questions then. Yeah, great. Uh so the portfolio is like backbone for any designer, but where exactly one should start with? Yeah, I think that if you have already had some projects under your belt, I'm assuming at this point, um what I suggest to do is start with what is the story of your design? Because a lot of times I'm seeing that designers will just put every single step that they took in their process like first i did this then i did this then i did this and it's very step by step and it's kind of to be honest boring and it just doesn't differentiate one person from the next so you want to differentiate yourself in your thinking and your process and and the way um how you created your solution that's just very uniquely you so i would suggest to start with the story and how you can do that is you can start just talking to friends and family about your project you you should be able to explain it to people who don't even know ux you can explain oh first i did this you know i understood the business goals and this was the business objective and then i went and i understood what people thought about 
this problem. And this was the, the take, uh, this is what I got from this interview that was really key to this next step. Understanding how to tell your story, even just verbally to friends and family, whoever will listen to you. If, like, if they are like, I don't understand this part, then you know, oh, this, I need to explain this better in my story. So formulating your story verbally um, first, then you can create an outline of that story and then start thinking of what artifacts you can use to supplement your story, whether it's, you know, your image of your persona or some of the visuals that you created, what elements help support that story. So understanding each step you took and how it helped you move on to the next phase of your design is really uh, very important. That's great, Alyssa. Thank you. So you know that the COVID-19 has hit it hard and people are finding it really difficult to apply for jobs and the, only the best portfolios are crossing to the HRs. And so any suggestions on the do's and don'ts that one must follow before submitting their portfolio for a job? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I would say, again, like do not just put every single step you took. Um, you did a persona, you did a competitive analysis. Don't just tell me every single thing you put, but give me your takeaway ways from that exercise. So I always say, just, just think about what are the one or two takeaways that you got from that exercise that actually matter in the final design. If something that you got from your persona didn't really influence your final design, don't put it there. Who cares, right? What is the, what's the core element that supports your end result and your end design? What is that story? Also, it kind of goes into the same thing that is like, don't just show the what, but show the why. And you can do that in a couple of ways. I always think that it's really cool if someone shows an explainer video or a walkthrough of their final design and their prototype. So they could be like, oh, this is, this is this feature and I created this because of this, or just kind of have a little short walkthrough, not like a 10 minute walkthrough, like two minute, um, you know, what is just a one to two minute elevator pitch and ex explanation of your prototype. Um, I also think that you want to understand the job, like what, what sort of job are you looking for? Is it in finance or is it in the car industry? Um, what type of work might you be doing? And share a case study that's more relevant to that job description or to that company. And if you just send your portfolio, your link, and you have five pieces on there, well, the person who's going to be reviewing it is probably only going to look at the first one in your case study. That's what they're going to spend time on. What I would do is either just send a link straight with link address to a specific case study that you want that particular employer to look at, or make sure, and I would say this across the board, make sure your first case study is the best case study on your portfolio. Because hiring managers only have a short amount of time to actually review your portfolio. They're only going to spend a few minutes. And if they're like, this is not great, they're going to move on to the next one because they've got so many portfolios to review. So you've got to really show your best stuff up front and be visual in your portfolio. I also think that you most designers need to understand their own story, um, what led them to this career, show their personality, show their interests. What makes you uniquely different? What experience have you had that has led you to this career? Because every single person, again, is uniquely different. I just had a call with a designer yesterday who I found she was an entrepreneur before she became a junior designer. I'm like, this is really great, interesting stuff that you do not have on your portfolio. She was named in Lebanon, like one of the top women to look at for entrepreneurs. I'm like, why is this nowhere on your portfolio? This is what makes you different. My background in entertainment 
has made me different, right? My background as a performance artist has helped me to become a content creator and has helped me talk in front of audiences and talk in front of stakeholders. That's what makes me different. So don't hide away from your past and your experiences and implement that into your story and implement it into your portfolio. Um, so those are those are a couple of do's and don'ts. Thanks, Eliza. Adding on to that point, as even I'm an interaction designer and sit for a lot of hiring, so people put up pretty much plain portfolio. They don't try to attract the actual eyes over there because uh, the hiring managers uh, hardly have any time to look through your portfolio. So if you put that extra effort and add some really beautiful visuals or animations to your portfolio, will also add in value. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So said that, Elise, uh, any good examples of a perfect UX portfolio? Things that I've looked at, I've looked at hundreds of portfolios. And so what I think is a good uh, definition of a good portfolio is not too lengthy, like not just a bunch of copy and telling me every single thing you did. I like concise takeaways. I'll say it again, because as most people don't think about this, concise takeaways and a good use of copy and image to represent. So I want to read a couple sentences and I want to look at a visual that helps support that copy. Um, I also, again, want to show more process, not just final designs, unless you're just a straight up UI designer. Um, even still, if you're a UI designer, you should have some process in there. Um, so again, showing process, not just like, I see this often, like people would just show like 30 visual screens or like 15 visual screens on their portfolio. I'm like, okay, I have no idea what happened, how you got here, why this even matters to me. It, so you need to make sure you intersperse the high fidelity into the process. Also, it needs to be an easy to understand story. I am not going to say this enough. Easy to understand. What are the clear challenges that you dealt with? What were the, clearly the steps that you took to overcome it? Clear story is so important because again, sometimes people are just skimming through your portfolio piece, your case study, they might not read every single sentence. When I've done studies on UX best practices, like let's say for blogs, a large majority, I want to say 50 or 60% of people skim, meaning they just look at headlines, they'll read a couple sentences, your bullet points, etc., And they'll kind of just go through your blog articles like that until they think, okay, this is actually something I want to invest more of my time. Maybe I'll go and read every single word on here. So you kind of want to think about it that way. Can someone kind of get an understanding of your case study and your work through skimming it? Think about it from that perspective as well. Thank you so much, Elise, for explaining us in that detail. Now, there's another question from our listeners. A lot of young creatives, they don't know where exactly to apply a job role for. Like he's a graphic designer, but a lot of trend now is towards the interaction design and UI design. So he tends to just go and apply it over there. So any suggestions from your end? and how to exactly apply for what role and how to choose the best fit for you? Well, I think it's, you know, if you're a graphic designer going into UI design, you're going to have to format your portfolio to meet that of a UI designer. So it's sometimes I, I know that a lot of graphic designers want to just easily transition, but they're going to have to prove that they have some UI um, skills in order to get a job first. Um, as far as when the thing I'm noticing is that it's really hard for designers to differentiate 
what the company actually needs in the job description because oftentimes it'll just say product designer or UX UI designer and they're like okay uh, is this more visual is this more research what is involved here so you have to look fully at the job description and try your best to decipher is this more of a visual type role is this more of a research and wireframing role and oftentimes the job description isn't even all that accurate it's kind of a big problem I'm seeing right now and so I have to do your best to do some investigating uh, on your own if you want to go look at the company's website look at other designers that work there maybe you can find them on LinkedIn see if they have a portfolio um, you could message them maybe even and say hey I'm interested in working in this company um, what what is all what is all needed to work here um, what is it like to work here what's your team dynamic um, so that's if you want to get really nitty-gritty and figure out you know if it's even a company worth applying for otherwise you might just have to go through hey trying your best to decipher in the job post submit your portfolio and and through the interview process figure out if it's the right role for you thank okay. you so much Elise, for those beautiful insights so on a concluding note if you will suggest your favorite reads to our listeners yeah, my favorite book I've ever read was uh, UX Strategy by Jamie Levy. And it's actually the first book I read on design. I think it's super beneficial and it talks more about strategy, which is really helpful to differentiate yourself as a designer as well. Um, I loved the book Lean Startup. Um, that was a book that I also read on, um, and think because I'm more of an entrepreneur, I think. So that really worked well with me thinking about business goals, business ideas, and um, thinking about how to build a startup up from scratch with a uh, with a design process in mind. So those are a couple of my favorites. Thank you so much, Elise. And thanks for giving out your time. And we would love to host you again. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. 